Howdy. And tonight we are doing Nomadland. Nomadland, very anticipated, has been supposed to come out for a bit now. Got a lot of uh, attention at uh, film festivals last year. Getting lots of attention now. It's a frontrunner in many categories for Oscars. It's been nominated already for some other major stuff. So one of the one of the leaders this year for the critics. Uh, and I was excited to see this because... Uh, Stars Frances McDormand, who I think is very, very solid actress, uh, and directed by Chloe Zhao, who I did not see her debut film, The Writer, but it's apparently very similar to this, where it's based on a true story, has a lot of non-actors in it, uh, portraying versions of them their real-life selves, uh, and yeah, did you guys know anything about Nomadland going in? Mm, no, as usual. <laughs> My friend Karen watched it, and um, when she said the name, I was like, oh, I think that's on the list of things for me to watch, so I'll watch it in a few days. <laughs> well, that's a good yes, friend of, friend of the show, Karen. Always always helping you on the other end with, with your movie watching, Jeff. I'll do without her. I don't know. Uh, so Nomad Land. After losing everything in the Great Recession, a woman embarks on a journey through the American West, living as a van-dwelling modern-day nomad. So, like I said, this is uh, it's a it's a, not a documentary film. It still has actors in it, uh, but several of the characters in this were portrayed by people who are in real life, like van dwellers, or they consider themselves nomads, including Linda May and Swanky and Bob, who are some of the more prominent characters that are with our lead character Fern, who's Frances McDormand. Uh, and it's also based on a book, which is a nonfiction book, Nomad Land: Surviving America in the 21st Century, uh, about a bunch of uh, you know older people who lost their jobs and savings in the Great Recession and had no choice but to leave their houses and go on this this nomadic lifestyle, mostly out of necessity. Uh, so if any of that sounds interesting to you, and uh, you know it's getting good things from users and critics of life. And you have any interest, it's in theaters, and it's also on Hulu. So go check it out if you have any interest. We're going to spoil it now. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And the plot is just following around this woman, Fern, in 2011. She lost her job, uh, as did her former husband, at the U.S. gypsum plant in Empire, Nevada. Uh, the whole town gets basically abandoned because it was one of those like uh, plant towns. They have a lot of those where like the whole town basically just works at this one factory and Happened a lot in uh, Michigan, happened in PA, it's happened everywhere, and uh, this is one of those that was affected by the Great Recession. Her husband dies, we learn very early on, and she takes up seasonal work at Amazon. Uh, she does other odd jobs at like various uh, like camper parks, uh, so she has a lot of small odd jobs trying to keep her head above water, and she's living out of this van, and she meets lots of interesting friends and people along the way who also have similarly tragic stories that have led them to this point and they're trying to make the best out of a bad situation uh while also you know not feeling bad for themselves and just kind of trying to pick them up by the bootstraps as they say so we basically just follow fern there's a little bit of a loose uh, plot with another guy in here uh david who that somewhat concludes at the end but uh mostly just following fern around what do you think of this plot nicole i'm first off i'm confused who's bob Bob is the older guy who's kind of like the leader at that one uh, oh, nomad okay. meeting. The bearded gotcha. man who has a couple of big scenes um, 
and then Linda, Linda and Swanky, you can remember as the uh, the two women that she talks to the most. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So this type of movie is kind of right up my alley. Um. In the sense that it's it has one distinct plot, and there's not a lot of like foolishness happening in it that like deviates away from the whole idea of why the film was made. I think that watching this person go through these like trials of life, especially at her age, is really heartbreaking to watch, but it also is kind of it's very respectable to watch her do this, like being a woman alone living in a van and traveling to these places where you don't know who's there or what could happen in the middle of the night vulnerable and the way that she held herself during this whole time was like really admirable so i am really happy that they chose to make a film about somebody like this that did not ask for this life um that is one thing that kind of it kind of raised some eyebrows for me that when a lot of the characters in this seem like this is the type of life they wanted to live and obviously for Fern this is not the type of life she wanted at all um and I think that it's quite a bit of disconnect in the way that the movie's portraying her like I don't think that she is I mean she's not happy I, I can't imagine that she is she lost her husband and she lost her whole livelihood this is not the way that she wants to live, but she just doesn't have the means to do it any other way. But then we get like a scene where they're t- she's talking to other people and they are like, this is the life I want to live. And that kind of, uh, that stuck with me that I didn't like that we didn't get more of her not wanting to be there. I, I-, I hope I'm explaining this in a way you're understanding. Like, well, it's the, the- there are, I mean, she she doesn't want to be there, but she's doing pretty well for herself, considering like like, and a lot of the other people, it seems like maybe they're more used to it or they've been living this lifestyle longer. But they all have pretty tragic, bad reasons why they ended up doing this, and then now they're just kind of like making the best of a bad situation and enjoying the life that they have left. Like, I suppose that she isn't at that level yet. It seems pretty fresh that this happened to her. Right, she hasn't reached the point that, like, Linda May is is a good example. Like, she sounds like she's been living this life for a long time. Probably didn't get to this by her choice. It sounds like she had a lot of tragedy in her past. Uh, but has been living this long enough and kind of appreciates the little things. <laughs> the little things. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, is ultimately satisfied, even though she, life has been hard to her. And, I, yeah, Fern for, for yeah. is not there yet. I suppose that's, you know, we can look at it that way. I didn't see it that way while watching it, so that's why I have mm. this feeling but you know i can i can understand it but anyway you know watching her go through these things and um you know dealing with what life is is being throwing it is throwing at her you know it is very inspiring and i'm happy to see like i said that they are showing that this does happen to people and this is this is as bad as it could be for some people but you just have to keep going through it and finding friends and losing friends and just the circle of life by herself again is just really touching to watch so i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a four for the plot what do you think jess um so there are very few movies that i watch down i watch and i'm like wow brennan thank you for making me sit here for two hours and (laughs) 
Indeed. Oh. And this this is one of them. I I had no expectations coming out of it. I think the last few movies we watched have been like good, but like not like holy shit good. But this was holy shit good. And I watched oh, wow. it. Wow. I, I did not it, expect you to be this high in it. <laughs> yeah, I watched it uh, during the day on my iPad, and it was that good. So I can't even imagine watching it like at night on a big screen. I would be so enthralled. Something about this movie just captured me so much. I love how it was shot. I love the way they did it. It was not. It's not like a documentary, but like if you explain it to someone, they're like, "Oh, so it's a documentary." And you're like, no, they like eloquently made it into a movie. Um, so I thought that was very well done. I loved her story. It wasn't too much detail in some places and not on the others. It was very well-rounded and put together. Um, I learned a ton. I think perspective on this is huge because you look at these people and you think a certain way about them. And this is all optimism, I guess, in a non-optimistic situation, which I, I think was probably the best thing that resonated to me about this movie. I really could go on about it. I, I thought it was brilliant, but clearly five out of five. Oh, well, you'll have plenty of opportunity to do so. Um, I, I think the plot is uh, one of the lower points just because it's me. It can be a little meandering occasionally, but only a little because this is a <laughs> I movie. Like how you use so... the word meandering because like this <laughs> It's about meander people meandering. It, it is about people <laughs> quite literally. That is what they do is meander. Uh, but it's it's the filmmaking is very very good and it's noticeable how like she just kind I, I uh, she just like lets it happen like lets the everything on screen like go. Uh, but she also like I noticed while watching thi- like things happen quick and scenes cut quick and you never really lose. I mean there's a little bit of a lull maybe at the second third but. Like it's she'll be working at her Amazon job and it'll cut immediately to her doing a mundane task, cut immediately to eating lunch, immediately to another scene, and you just are always like keeping up, never like it's never lingering too long until he gets to like you know some sort of uh, vista shot where we're getting the mountains and all the all the land that she lives across. It's just a really engaging way to make a film where almost nothing happens, like very little happens, and you're following, you know, just re- like very regular regular old people who have or who are all down on their luck never feeling um preachy or like it's trying to make someone hurt somebody or make someone feel bad it's it's such a feel good movie for how bad some of these people's situations are that's really admirable and it's really impressive it's done in a way where very little has to even happen to be so engaged that's impressive uh in filmmaking so uh i i, I got visual and sound stuff i guess i sprinkled in there but it has to do with keeping this plot moving so i'm at a four with nicole but i'm going to be higher on some of our later categories i think i i was i was uh the most anticipated for this movie since i knew, i guess i knew the most about it going in and it it met pretty well my expectations there may have been some tears we will get to that uh so these characters fern is our is our lead francis mcdormand uh, the only other actory actor is david stratham plays david who is the guy she has a like a it's not a relationship with but like a sort of like kinship with uh in the back half of the movie uh and then there's the some of our main nomads uh, linda and swanky come to mind the most and then bob is like the guy in charge of the like the little desert rendezvous that they have um so those are those are some of the main characters there's a couple others in here we can point out too uh what do you think of these characters jess 
so it, it was fun seeing Frances McDormand, like, not pissed off all the time. Because I think, like, the very few times I've seen her, or and I'm, like, seen her on the big screen, I'm, um, she's like, yeah, that's, like, the scowling old lady. Like, that's just who she plays. But she played this optimistic, like, kind of like a charmer very well. And I think she was perfect for this role. I couldn't imagine anyone else. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I like how you said this movie kind of skips. I, I think some parts I was a little confused until I, I read about it in the end and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, I thought the first Amazon scene was present and everything else was um, kind of like a flashback, like showing her how she got there. Um, until in the middle of the movie, I realized that's not the way it went. And her whole nomad list, I thought she was kind of like this with her husband the whole time. I didn't realize this was because she lost everything in 2000 and was forced to live this lifestyle so that kind of cleared up because a conversation with her sister she had her sister was like you've always been like this like this is just the way you've been so I was like oh she's always kind of like been like this but I didn't realize it's not the way it was um Mm -hmm. so maybe that's just the way I watched it or I character wise okay sorry I just had to say this uh (laughs) love love fern she it I can't imagine like it takes a certain someone to live that lifestyle like I, I just, me in a corporate job, I just, I can never imagine doing something like that just because, like, the sanitation. Um, oh, none of us could. The three of us, like, none of us could. We are not those people. <laughs> never. And it, it's just, it's crazy just to, like, imagine it. And it's, I love seeing everyone's perspective of um, how they do it. And her, again, having the, just the choice to live out of a van seeing her friends' stories, why they do it, their past lives, what drove them to be like that, um, why they can never go back, and her, like, her, I guess, little boyfriend, um, kind of getting out of that scene, and her just being like, mm, like, kind of dabbling and thinking about it, and just being like, nope, can't do it, it's not me, can't do it. Right. Um, but I, I just think it shows, ask. I don't know. I can't explain it. Like the, the motivation behind the characters, I think, was the best part themselves. No one was forcing anyone to do anything. Everyone was very kind. Whereas if this was real life, I'm sure no, I'm, no one's kind. Everyone's probably stealing. It's probably not as peaceful and philanthropic as this movie uh, makes it out to be. But um, the characters just help because you understand the plot more just because of how you see them live their lives. So. There's not, like, too many specific characters I'll go in a circle with because you only see them um, briefly. So I'm just going to give this, give it a five. can't do anything but. <laughs> There's definitely, I know, Nicole, you were worried at a couple of points that some of these other characters were going to turn. And I think that's what you were saying. They were like, oh, like, in a, in a movie movie where, like, it's not so... Um, like grounded like this like people would like oh i'm gonna turn on you and i'm gonna steal your shit or you thought something even worse could happen with uh david but um what did you think of these characters overall i didn't mean to steal too much of your thunder there no i mean that's what's been like ingrained in our heads of watching movies that are even semi non-fiction like you or always expecting the worst and I hate that about a movie and it actually made me quite anxious watching it because I didn't know I mean even as small of a detail as 
David's son coming into the restaurant that day. I'm like, oh, was he going to go and try to beat him up? Like, you know, something. That's what just... I, when, yeah, when David's son came, I was worried. I was like, oh, shit. Something's yeah. about to go down. I don't know what, but. Yeah, but what just said in that everybody was just kind of chill about everything. And I don't know how accurate that could be. Everyone is so nice all the time. I mean, we did get a little glimpse of her cleaning the bathroom and that guy walked in when she was like, we're closed. But yeah. I'm. I imagine it could be worse than that, especially as just a single woman there, vulnerable. Like, so I don't know how accurate the character representation of the whole van life is. I don't know if they were trying to just make it seem better or if they chose to not put bad parts in, whatever. You know, or hopefully nothing ever happened to her. So um, that's just where I, I did get a little bit of disconnect of that because... If you were to make a realistic movie about somebody's life, I feel like if there was something, and I may just be making this up, but if there is something not so positive, I think that should be a light shed on that because that's a part of this person's life of how they're dealing with this this world that they've come into. But whatever. Maybe she didn't have anything happen to her and that's what we're going to hope for. I like the relationship with the sister because I feel like that would be me and my sister <laughs> um especially her I, I'm, pic- I'm picturing my sister being fern and uh, <laughs> her her calling me for You're money and i would fern. say yeah. her calling me for money and i'd say no i'm not giving it to you and then i just straight up give it to you like <laughs> that would yeah, be that sounds me like and her <laughs> yeah um just her welcome there at any time you know that that relationship was really nice it's really sad to see all these people in her life just get up and go. Like we saw it from the first, we see it from her husband passing away, and then we see it after her Amazon friend um, leaves, and then we see it after the older woman with cancer leaves, and then we see it when Dave leaves. And I'm like, this lady is just losing all of her friends, and then even so small as the guy that she sees on the side of the road he walks away like she doesn't have a companion but i think that all of those characters did their diligence of what they are supposed to do in this just to show like this is not you know where some people just want to be alone some people just want to go and do their thing so i think that all the characters worked well to the story um nobody really is a favorite or not favorite it's just all you know, good across the board. So I'm, I'm, I'll give it a four. Yeah, I think uh, you guys are talking about like I don't know if it would go this well on the road. And in this movie, the people who are kindest to each other and like most understanding of each other's situations are all the other people in this same situation. All the other nomads, whether it be the other old people who got laid off or Bob, the kind of Nicole thought felt a little cult leader ish, but uh, I think he is, has mostly positive intentions. I don't think he was a portrayed in a negative light nor do i think that was her its intentions we get a little of his backstory at the very end too um and he and then like the guy on the road wandering who has like a girlfriend in canada but he he can't like live up there right now like some of these people like just can't live in like a normal place and the people who are at all negative to them they're not being negative they're condescending and that's the people who live in houses and have regular lives you know regular to us lives it's that when she goes to walmart and runs into a woman who it sounds like she uh, fern used to tutor her kids or or substitute at the school that the kids went to and Mm -hmm. she's like oh 
how are you doing? You know, you can you can you can stay with us if you need. And she's like, I'm I'm fine, thank you. Like you're just trying to you, it to us. We're like, oh, they're just trying to be nice, but it doesn't well, come Fern's off. Fern's a nice little rough around the edges in that way. I feel. But it's the same thing later on when the sister offers, like she gives her the money and she says she's gonna pay her back, and she's like, you can just stay here. And she's like, I can't stay here. It's this like. We live in houses, we have regular jobs, we live in a regular society, and these people who are uh, not homeless, but just houseless, as they say, uh, like, we need to help them, and like, oh, poor them, but they don't, they refuse it in a way, and I think it's kind of, it, it makes the, the people who like are like the regular homeowners, I don't like them, like, I feel like they're being mean, they're being negative by like oh aren't we gracious handing you this room so that you can get off the street well maybe maybe they're doing just fine on their own and they would rather they would rather shit right next to their stove than live in a regular house with you and like have your bet your 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 stockbroker friend's husbands talk about uh oh you know housing really recovered recently like they would literally rather shit in a bucket next to their stove than listen to those people talk at that barbecue and i think that's a pretty that that is like and they did they got that message across in a way that uh didn't feel preachy and felt extremely honest and real and uh makes me like the nomadic people even though i would more likely in real life uh, be more like the regular like oh do you need you know you can always stay with us for a few days if you need help like yeah maybe 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 we need to look at ourselves for for being those kind of people i don't know uh the and that's what all these characters portray to me swanky and linda are fun little side characters i i like um i mean we're in spoilers when swanky they find out that swanky has died because she went to Alaska because she had cancer and she was going to have her final like swan song with uh, all the na- nature stuff. Um, it's just really touching with all these all these small characters. And I think they, for especially for not being actors, everyone but Fern and the guy who played David, I think they all sell their, you know, partially their own real stories because they are, they are in real life a version of those people. Uh, so I, I buy it and I, I like it and I give it a four, five. So the visual and sound, I've already talked a little bit about my thing, so I'll I'll kind of skate through my part. But uh, Nicole, back to you. Do you uh, have any visual and sound things to talk about? Um, I really like the scenery of where she is all the time, the mountains and like where, like those rock formations and the whole idea of her traveling kind of cross country is really interesting to me. I I think that a lot of the visuals that we get in the van with just her and she's trying to get warm for the night or try to make a meal or something like that. Those are foreign to us. Right. So, I mean, it's interesting to see those. I think that the settings were really beautiful. I don't know if much of the sound resonates with me, but does it really ever? (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, not a big sound person, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I it it enhances it when it needs to. I don't think anything was out of place or anything, but um, yeah, I think that it was. I think it was a beautifully shot film, and I think that they did a good job in keeping her looking weathered yet optimistic. You know, she never cried once, and she, I I really like how. A little bit at the end. I don't know if she full blown blubbered, but uh, well, she, when she revisited during, the old during house. her sh- during her struggles, she never broke, and that's yeah, you know, the most important thing to notice from her. 
And also, I really like how stern she was and how blunt she was. Like, she she was always like, okay, goodbye. Or it's time to leave the restaurant for the night. And he's like, you should come with me. And she says, all right, bye. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Um, I think a lot of people that are in in this situation are probably like that because they don't have time to be so sappy and build like these amazing relationships because they're always on the move so i I feel like that was probably true to form for a lot of people so i mean this i don't want to say it's the the worst category of all but it doesn't have any um thing that jumps out as me as much as the other so i'll, I'll just give it a 3.5 what do you got jess um i i mean how could you not harp on the visuals here the nature was um so cool i think my first favorite visual walk just walking through this is um when she was just playing in the rocks like i, I don't know what state she was even in but she was oh she's just, like jumping around in like that canyon or whatever it yeah is. just act literally just acting like a kid um in the canyon when and i love the scenery when um swanky like finally saw those birds that she wanted to and that was her goal to, to see before um she died and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the na- it's all was mostly shot outside and the nature was done really well. Um, the one sound that um, resonated with me is when, um, what was her boyfriend's name again? Like Tim or something? Uh, David is the, <laughs> when, the, the um, thing with <laughs> Tim. When <whatever>. David <laughs> was playing the piano with his son, that's like that was one of my favorite scenes. Um, and the house was like lit and golden because of the fireplace. And I thought that was shot extremely well. And then after he played the piano music, like there were more piano songs, like towards the last quarter that kind of wrapped it all together. And I, I really liked how they did that because, um, it's just like another element that this movie has it like very meaningful and it, it was done, um, Again, very well and very effective. So, yeah. I mean, I can't not give this a five. I don't know why I love this so much. <laughs> I, I am very, very glad you do because uh, it's a quality movie. Um, yeah, I already talked about the overall directing style that makes this whole thing flow. Standout scenes and music when she has to hold the baby. And uh, at the end, towards the end, where it's like David's trying to get her, like, oh, like you can stay in the guest house and like stay with my family for a little bit, like, and this is the closest she's ever been to actually saying yes because the first person condescending mom uh, from school not gonna take the thing, sister who doesn't really get her not gonna take the deal, guy who's also lived on the road has had similar struggles and is offering partnership after her husband has died, uh, maybe but not quite. She still has to go and and refuse and go back to the road. Um, but I like that final uh, uh, holding the baby. Maybe may, will she or won't she stay with David and try to live a, a conventional life, I suppose. Um, and then music-wise, I'm surprised, Nicole, you didn't mention that one song that we were both like, that was horribly morbid for something so joyous. The one guy on the piano. Oh, he's yeah, like, when they were in the bar. Like, that he's old like, let's pour it out for all the friends who have died. We're never going to see him again. <laughs> when there's blood and in your beer. And... There's blood on the beer. Well, we're singing the blues. And, but he's like that. happy. <laughs> like, that's like that's like this whole thing is everyone's had like, every time they go around the circle, it's almost like an AA meeting where they all go around the circle and they're like, 
alright, so what's going on? You're like, well, my, my parents both died of cancer, and then my husband killed himself because he lost his job, and we lost all our money in our house, and I've been living in this van for four years, and then they're like, well, good job, you're doing great. Like, I'm like, oh my god, these people's lives! Like, these poor people! But, like, they don't ever, like... They're, it's never like a woe is me. It's always like it's been really hard and these assholes ruin everything. But we're not gonna like we're just gonna keep going because what other choice do we have? It's very it's inspiring. I think we've already said plenty of that. Um, yeah, no, no. The, I mean, the visual sound is great, and I already kind of pointed out what I what I liked about the whole filmmaking style of it. So I'm at a five. This is my high point. This is uh, a movie where so little happens for an hour and 50 minutes that's this engrossing and makes me never check my phone that's impressive uh so five for the visual and sound and the overall filmmaking uh, i already talked about this ending the first part of the ending where she does not stay with david she uh, returns to amazon for her seasonal work uh, they do this the swanky has died uh, like pay their respects with the rocks and the fire um we hear about bob's thing with uh uh, Bob shares his son's uh, story about his adult son's suicide that happened a few years before, and it's on his birthday, so that's a emotional scene there. Um, I like his little uh, his his view that goodbyes are not the final thing in the nomad community. It's uh, it's a, just a promise to see each other again down the road. Uh, and then we get the final little bit where Fern returns to the abandoned town of Empire. Uh, Gus gets rid of her storage unit. She visits the old factory and the old uh, home that she used to live in, and uh, she hits the road again. And that's the that's the end of Nomadland. So, what do you think of the resonance and feel? Back to Jess. I think everyone already knows about my resonance and feel with this. I think we might. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I, it just resonated with me hard. Uh, I don't know what else to say. You just think about this and the people in their relationships and how different it is from, like, the people in your life and your relationships. It's like we live in a life where, like, we make our friends judging by, like, how they look like, their status, or, like, are they similar to you? And these people, like, they don't care about any of their stuff. Like, no one cares what they look like. No one cares how not much money they have. It's just, like, are you nice? Do you get what you're doing? Like... And, and that's basically it. Um, I, in, or, and in order to be this lifestyle, you have to be okay with, like, the high and buys. And I think just as a normal person, like, everyone has trouble saying goodbye to people, whether it's, like, friendships or relationships or family. Like, goodbyes are always so hard and so difficult to get through. And this is just, like, the way that they live. Like, you know, they're, you're always saying bye, but I guess you're always saying hi, too. And um, that's probably nothing I could ever grasp because that's just one of the hardest things uh, people have to go through. But, I mean, that's just mm -hmm. their cycle of life for them. So, I, I mean, I could really go on and on about this, but I'm going to sit back and give this a five. <laughs> this is a – what do you call it when someone gives every category five? Has that happened before? I don't think that's happened before. You gave – you uh, <laughs> you synced the whole movie. I mean, it was <laughs> perfection. <laughs> you got a uh, you got residents feel for this, Nicole? <sighs> yeah, I don't mean to bring it down a notch, <laughs> but oh, I did. Boy. I did really love this. I was so invested in this, and like I said in the beginning, this is my style of movie, and it doesn't have bullshit filler, and it's you know straight to business, which I really like. The one thing that I didn't like is the ending of this, and. 
I'm still holding on to the idea that that man, Bob, felt kind of cult leader-ish. Yeah, he and never I don't, came around on Bob. I don't know why, but something about his speech and lecture and type of thing, and I don't know. I didn't like him. So I felt compassion for him at the end, but that scene kind of dragged out really long for me. And the the whole ending of just her going back to the town and I went, I wish she could, I wish that she could move on because I know how horrible that sounds because obviously a lot of tragedy happened there, but you know, she's, she's building this new life for herself and I don't want her to fall back into being sad about that. So I didn't, I didn't much care for the ending, but it does not spoil how I feel about the rest of the movie. If anything, it makes me like the rest of it more. So I'm going to give the movie a four. And I think that it was very touching. And I think it's a good story to put out there because we don't think about people like this often. And we don't think about people that are happy doing this. We think we we look at them in a negative way. Oh, they're homeless. And they don't want to be seen that way. They're They're not homeless. So I like that they brought some light to this, especially after a... I've never even heard of this town before that got that took away the town. That's absurd. So that's sad. That's sad to see. Yeah, I, uh, I, I had kind of just like the opposite view of the Bob scene at the end. That wasn't, uh, you know, the scene that stopped the momentum and made me dislike the ending. That's the scene that got the tears going. I thought the Bob scene is the one where I start began the crying. Uh, which, you know, I, there were a couple times in this movie, like, it's just, it's the way it's made that, like, it really just fits, fits with how I like to see a movie. There is good, I didn't talk much about the music other than the, the depressing bar song, but there's a lot of good music in here that fits along with, uh, with a lot of, like, the longer takes of the, the landscapes. And when Bob's sharing his story about the son that, uh, committed suicide bob i guess this is again bob wells is the man he is in real life the a van dweller uh youtuber we saw his videos he is a, does have a youtube channel uh, and he's a writer and he did in real life make this rubber tramp rond uh rendezvous is what it's called when they all meet in quartzite it that is the scene that got it going uh and i thought all of the things of her returning to the old factory and seeing just like all the old shit in there like all the old t- chairs and tables and no one bothered to clear out they passed by someone's desk who had an old coffee cup on there that's just been sitting there forever and she goes to her old house and it's empty and dilapidated but like she it's and then she goes through the backyard earlier in the thing she said something about uh the back uh her staring at the her view from the backyard that being one of her favorite things and now she gets to go back and do it and even though it's not her house and everything's different she can still do it and i think it was a good full circle uh, you know, you don't have to say goodbye. You just say, I'll see you down the road. I like that. That's very good. It, it works for me, this ending. Uh, and the overall resonance of feel hits home solid. I'm not going to forget it. Got the tears. Hits all the points that it needs to for a solid Cinco for the resonance and feel. Uh, and wow. we're at the end. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it hit where, it, where I wanted it to, which is I knew the filmmaking was going to be very good. And I knew that it was going to be emotional and it worked on those levels as as well as I was hoping and I had high expectations so we're at the end here I think I know where we are but Jess you're recommending Nomadland <laughs> but of course I already have <laughs> I texted a few of my friends being like oh you need to watch this I love this movie so much let me know what you think 
again, it's not your typical movie. You think it would be like a documentary, but it's not. It's very well put together. And it just, um, it makes you think about the choices you make and how people choose to live their lives. It sounds like an endorsement to me, uh, Nicole. <laughs> Um, yeah, I I definitely would too. And it actually kind of feels like a documentary to me, but that's good because I love documentaries. Um, so I like that they made it feel very accurate to what a person's life would be like. So I think that that's great that they did that. Um, so I definitely recommend it. Very strong outing. Can't wait to see more Chloe Got to go back and see The Rider now, which is movie about a guy with a horse and it's basically done the same way where the real guy that the real thing is based off of plays the guy and it's apparently oh just might like just that like possibly the writer uh 2017 so if that's streaming anywhere go find the writer because closure and you know closure's next movie is going to be the eternals which is a giant marvel blockbuster movie i guess they uh they realized <laughs> they realized oh look she's a really good director of these small quiet little stories let's give her 200 million dollars and a bunch of superheroes oh, and boy. interesting <laughs> I, I wish her all the best. I hope it's great. Uh, three strong recommends for Nomadland. So that is Nomadland. We got some more new movies coming out. Like I said, January and February. Actually good this year because all the movies that would have come out in November, December got pushed. So we got a bunch of high quality January and February movies for once. So that was nice. Uh, and we've got a couple more coming up. But give us listener suggestions because we are going to be getting to those. We got to one earlier this month and we're probably going to get to another one in March. And here's where you can send those in films with the women of my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host, and you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com. And that is going to do it. Thank you guys for being on Nomadland. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for having me watch this again. One of the very few sincere thank yous for having me sit down and watch something. I've gotten like four or five of those in the like almost 200 reviews we've done. So I'll take it. I'll tell you when we get them, I'll take them. Uh, Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.